0: Mem zayin Aleph, eight lines down in the middle of the line. rava. Ein shaman Lapara bifnei atzma, This is going back on the Resha of the Mishnah. When the Resha said that a shore that gored a para and the uh, para uh, miscarried, we do not make an assessment on the cow on its own and the uh, calf that was born on its own, um, the reason being, it'll be a, a much uh, more significant, much higher uh, amount. Um, the way I always think about this is if you buy a, uh, anything simple, as even a car, buy a car, uh, it costs $25,000. If you were to buy all the major parts of the car, each one separately, it could be fifty or $75,000. Um, so too, on a basic level, a pregnant cow is worth a certain amount, but a cow and a new calf is worth even more. So we do not make the assessment of the cow on its own and the vlad on its own. Ella shamin, how do we make the assessment? Le vlad al gav para. Basically, the uh, offspring together with the cow. Sheimiyat oimer American, Because if you're not going to say like this, nimsa ata machish as It'll turn out that you will uh, you'll weaken or you'll cause a loss uh, to the mazik to the one who uh, caused the damage. Okay, and we'll ask in a few lines from now, well, like, so what? If he has to pay up, let him pay up. We'll see in, in a moment. But v'chein atah he says the Gemara, yad Similarly, you find if uh, you chop off uh, somebody else's uh, slave's hand, v'chein atah moitzeh b'mazik if you uh, eat some, some fruit or vegetables or a whole section of your uh, colleague's field. Uh, when it comes to an Eved, If uh, somebody's going out to buy an EVID and you can buy one with a hand or without a hand, that's the assessment that we want. We don't want to tell a person, um, oh, you have an EVID over here? How about if I hack off its hand? uh, How much uh, would you be willing to take for that? That's a little bit more extreme and therefore we'd get a a skewered uh, assessment of the – of the difference in value between a with a hand and an evan without a hand. So, to Mazik Sadech you don't say what was the value of that section of the garden on its own. Rather, it's in the larger section. You say, maybe take an acre, how much would this acre be worth with the part, the section that the person took from or damaged, and how much would be worth without? Basically, the assessment has to be a reasonable assessment of the damages. I don't understand, he says. If this is like the proper law, let the mazik, who after all is responsible for the damage, let, let him uh, have a weaker case. Let him have to pay more if, if that's an assessment that can be made. Well, the answer is, the mazik can say back, uh, that's not what happened. Don't make a, uh, a, an assessment that is much larger. In other words, um, if I crashed into your car, And I totaled it. Don't tell me how much it would cost to buy the various parts of the car and put them together. What's the totality of the car? So to the mazik can say, para ma'avrasa Aziktech, a pregnant cow of yours did I indeed damage. Para ma'avrasa shaymna lach. And based on the assessment of a pregnant cow, and that's it, just a pregnant cow, I'm going to assess how much I owe you. Period. Pshita the Gemara says... um, um, if you had a cow that was gored and then miscarried and uh there was one person who owned the cow and one person who owned the uh, yet to be born uh calf para de vla dechad. then when you're making the assessment of the various damage that was uh caused the pitzma for sure goes to the balpara the pitzma is when you assess it how much is like the you know Often, even a human woman when she's pregnant, she gains weight. That uh, the cow when it is uh, pregnant gains weight. That additional weight for sure goes to the Baal para, even though it might have gained the weight because it was pregnant. But it, there's no way it's going to the owner of the um, the vlad. How about though the nafcha? The nafcha is not the additional weight that the uh, cow uh, gained, but rather like the additional. Bulky appearance. As we know, a woman who's uh, very pregnant is much bulkier in appearance. So, to a cow that is uh, very pregnant is much bulkier. Who, who gets the uh, compensation for that? Who's entitled to that? Well, Rapapa says it goes to the Balpara, it goes to the uh, person who owns the cow. Ravacha Vika says, Chulkin, no, you split it between the owner of the cow and the owner of the uh, the calf. And Hilchasa, the Halachalamaisa, is Chulkin that we uh, split that uh, assessed amount. Says the Mishnah, HaKadar, when you have a uh, Harry who uh, brought his Kaderos of his pots into a Chatzar of a Balabas. So let's say I'm the potter and I brought my pots into somebody else's Chatzar. I didn't ask that person for permission. Look like a nice Chatzar, I could dry my pots out there. Uh, well, I didn't get permission, and therefore, if the person whose backyard I brought the pots into has an animal, that animal crushes the pots, potter, the balabayas is potter, balabayas never told me to bring the pots in there, why would he possibly be potter for something his animal did uh, to the pots? And even more than that, if his uh, animal gets damaged because of uh, one of uh, my pots, if he can come back to the... Me, who put the Kaderos in there and say, I didn't tell you to you put your Kaderos in there, and therefore, uh, you're going to be responsible. I would be responsible. Comma. <coughs> uh, Ve'im, I wrote above this word, hechnes, the seifa. will refer to uh, this uh, phrase in the Mishnah as the seifa. When we get to the Gemara. Ve'im, hichnas barishus, If, however, I brought my pots in with permission, mm, then balachotzer chayev. Well, apparently then the balachotzer, if the bal uh, his animal, let's say, did something uh, to the uh, the pots, he would be responsible. Slash. In a similar case, let's say I had a bunch of uh, um, uh, kiwi, strawberries, apricots, uh, dates, figs, uh, things that would be uh, very helpful to dry them out if they were spread out. So Let's say I have a bunch of figs, fresh figs, and I want to dry them, so I bring them into my my neighbor's backyard, I didn't get permission. And the balabais animal uh, eats them. And um, delicious. He doesn't have to feed his uh, animals potter. The Balabais would be potter for his animal having eaten my figs. Um, because I don't have permission to have my figs in there. If the uh, my neighbor's animal is damaged through the uh, figs, then, well, they're my figs. And I didn't have permission to put them in there, so I would be uh, liable for whatever damages there are. If, however, I brought them in, the figs, uh, with permission from the Baal chayev. Uh, then the Baal is going to be Chayev if his animal uh, went and uh, caused damage to the figs. Slash. Here's a third case, also very similar. Let's say I have a ox, a shore, and I brought my shore so again it's the third case where I'm bringing it in and putting it in my neighbor's backyard uh, I didn't get permission from my neighbor uh, and it uh, then gores the shore of my next door neighbor or excuse me and it uh, gores right or so my next door neighbor's cow attacks my cow or my next neighbor's dog bites my cow while well, the balabais is putter. Why? Because I don't have permission to bring my cow into his backyard. So if my cow gets damaged by one of his things, like, uh, why would he be chayev? Kama, nagach, who, shor y'sha However, let's say my shor, the one that I brought in without permission, uh, into his backyard, uh, gores and damages uh, his shor, then I am for sure chayev. Kama, nafal let's say, uh, my shore, which I brought in, without permission, falls into a pit in his backyard, and it uh, ruined the water that was there, let's say it was a water storage pit, ruined it, I would be liable for that. If his father or his son was in that pit, the and caused the death of either of those people, have to pay the kofor payment, and in all those cases, though, if I brought my Sure, into my neighbor's backyard. The is berishus. Ooh, I had permission from him to bring my shore into his backyard, then the balachatz would be high for any damages that happens to my shore. Comma. Rebbe, who disagrees, I box Rebbe's name, Oimir, Bekulan. In all of these cases, there has to be a more specific uh taking of responsibility. It can't just be uh let's say my neighbor says, Yeah, Horowitz, you can bring it in, bring it in. Um, that wouldn't be enough for him to take total responsibility. Ain't no chayev ad she lav lishmor. The balabais, if he just says bring it in, what he's basically saying, at least according to Rebbe, is bring it in and listen, whatever happens, I'm not taking responsibility. However, Rebbe says he would have to take responsibility if he says, um, yes, bring it in and I hereby take uh, responsibility to watch the thing you bring it into my backyard. Says the Gemara, time of the reason. Shows. So let's look at the f- opening case of the Mishnah in the opening case of the Mishnah uh I brought something into my neighbor's backyard and I didn't have permission that's why if uh, um, if the neighbor of my if the neighbor that brought my um pots into, its animal is damaged by my pots, uh, I would be Chayev, because it was Shlub Rishos. Ha, if there was Rishos, I squiggle around Rishos, Lo Mechayev bal Kederas, benizke Behey Masayi Debal Chatser. Then the... It was my pots that I was going to I spread out in my neighbor's backyard. If I had permission, I would not be responsible. Anything that, let's uh, say, is his cow, my neighbor's cow, got damaged through the uh, the pots, wouldn't be chayev. And apparently, we don't say, the following light and a half, I put in a phrase marking, we don't say we do not say that the Baal Kaderes, my pots in his backyard, the Kabuli Kabul, the Balkaderos accepted upon himself that his pots wouldn't damage anything, let's say an animal that was owned by the Baal Kaderes. We do not say that. Now, whose opinion is that? comma connector, money. Who would say such a thing? That would be Rebbe. Shitas Rebbehi What's Rebbe's opinion? Kol Bistamo, whenever you have permission, but permission just like okay, yeah, sure, not specific written out permission that there's taking responsibility, that equals low couple initi rusa. Permission is, yeah, you can bring it into my backyard, but I'm not taking responsibility for it. Let's see the Rashi. Rashi is on the third line. Money, uh, Rebihi. you Rashi inside. It's Rebi who says, and we actually have Rebi, he's the last line of the Mishnah. Daamar B'kul Bukula Nokia. And here's the uh the understanding, says Rashi, the Kassalka Daita Hai Squig and Land the Kassalk Daita and double underline the Raban. De Kassalk Daita to the Ki Kihaki just like the Balchotzer Burishus, if the Balakatzer with permission, Mikhail Benizge Kidarais, he's gonna be responsible for damages regarding the pots. Debistama Kabala Lena Tirusa, like the assumption is he's accepting uh, 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 uh watching it, Hakinami so too the other side, the uh, the pot owner is going to be liable. why It like we'd have to assume that when the homeowner gave permission to this guy to bring his stuff in, that the potter accepted upon himself the Tirusa, of the that his his Kederos uh, wouldn't cause uh, damages to the uh, property, the stuff, maybe the animals of the Balchatzer. Okay, uh, fine. So the, uh, beginning of the Mishnah is according to Rebbe. Well, Ema Seifa. Now we had, if you flip over to the previous Amud, uh, three lines from the bottom, we had called that, uh, section the Seifa. This is what we're referring to now. Here's a quote from it. Uh, Eima Seifa, uh, almost one line quote. I put right angles in. Imhiknes Parishus, Balchotzer Chayev. That if he brought it in permission, then the Balchotzer would be Chayev. Now who's that? That's not Rebbe asan We have to say that that part of the uh, Mishnah is going according to the Rabbanan da'amri Amri. They're the ones who hold, not Rebbe, but the Rabbanan hold. Bistama nami kibuli kabala in That even Bistama he accepted upon himself to watch it, which would mean like if you say yeah sure bring it in, what you're essentially saying is yeah sure bring your stuff in and I'll watch over it. Okay, so that's. Part of the Mishnah is And then when you read further, the last line of the Mishnah, which was actually only about seven, eight lines ago, uh, here's a quote of it, line and a half, right angles. That's the end of the uh, quote of the Mishnah. And who's the author of that part? Well, it says it, black and white. It's Rebbe. In which case, It's a highly unusual uh, type of Mishnah, that the Mishnah starts off, it doesn't say who it is, but it's clear, it seems like it's Rebbe, and then you read a little bit later in the Mishnah, and then it's the Fidur Rabbanan, and then you get to the end of the Mishnah, and then that's Rebbe again. Do we say such a thing? Well, Amar Abzerah, I underline Rabzera called him number one, and one line later, I underline Rav, I called him number two. Amar Abzerah, Tavra, Mishashanazu, Azu, Indeed, this thing is, uh, if you want to make it all according to one opinion, it's it's broken, it won't work, and therefore there's different Authors of the various parts of the Mishnah, Mishishan whoever taught this part, isn't necessarily Elishan Zu. That's the Rebzeri approach, which we have many times when we're analyzing Mishnahis. It's not ideal, but uh, it, it'll work. Rava, underline Rava's name. He's number two, Amar Kula Rabbanani. Actually, the entire Mishnah is the Sheetan. Now, we're not talking about the Sefa. The Seifa is Rebbe. We know that's Rebbe because it has his name. But what we're talking about is not only the Sefa, of the ratio, even the ratio of the ratio is all the Rabbanim. Kula rabbanan he, uberishus, I squiggle underline the Rishus, to correspond to the squiggle underline line Rishus that we had about eight lines ago. What does it mean, Rishus? uberishus, shmiras k'day reis kabil ala balchatzar, vafil nishpah beruach. The balchatzar is accepting, and when he says, uh, yeah, sure, uh, bring your pots, and he's accepting upon himself the responsibility of looking after them, even even to the point of where, if they, uh, they blow down in the wind and break, he takes responsibility for that. Period. The Mishnah said, "Hiches bais, etc." Amar Rav. I circled Rav's name. Rav is going to uh, tell us the following. Bohen. When we talk about that, the animal was damaged by the. Let's say there were a bunch of uh, figs, uh, fresh figs that were uh, set out to dry. Bohen. If he slipped on them. So imagine there's a, a cow and he's walking along and he doesn't realize that there's uh, these figs and he walks on and slips and uh, hurts himself or kills himself. Aval uh, if he eats them, uh, there would be a petur. So what is the case when it says if the animals damage them that the bal is chayv? That's if the animals slipped in them. But if he ate, let's say he ate like way too much because those were delicious figs, um, he would be putter. My time, What's the reason? Because basically you shouldn't have eaten. Just because, you know, the guy, my next door neighbor has a backyard with an animal. Well, if somebody else is able to bring his figs in there, I should have uh, made sure that his animal didn't eat them. That's Rav. Um, That's a little bit difficult to understand that Rav said that, says Rav I'm Rav I mean, I figured, that Rav must have been like, 90% 90% asleep, literally, he was like laying down and asleep when he said this because it's, it's really hard to understand. That's actually a, quite a compliment because everything Rav said was totally clear and amazingly deep and, and absolutely true. And therefore, if there is some statement attributed to Rav, it's not like that. He must have been basically asleep. Desanya and we'll see why Eroshesius uh, feels this way. I put a triangle on the Desanya five lines later. First word on the line is Piri. Next word is Mesfa. I put a triangle around that. And another five lines down first word on the line is Amar. The fifth word is tashma. I put a triangle around that. So we're going to have a series of Tanaic sources brought as a question on what Rav just said. Here's the first. Uh, brought to us by Rosheshis, who figured that Rav must have been, like, in a deep sleep when he said this. Dasanya, here's a price the price. that goes exactly a line. And says like this. Let's say my neighbor has um, an animal. Let's say I put some poison out uh, near the animal of of my friend adam and the animal eats it and dies well in like a court down here in earth um, I am not responsible for that I didn't like directly kill his animal but I am definitely liable up in uh, the heavenly court for doing something which clearly was problematic okay that's the end of the snake source connector sama who well. The case specifically was poison, because in general, you assume like an animal is not going to eat poison. Of all let's say I put out some peros, um, where it's common for the animal to eat that, then apparently even like down here in a regular court, uh, I would be liable. Now, one second, why should that be? If indeed what Rav said like five lines ago is true, well, listen, your animal shouldn't have eaten it, if that's indeed a good claim. So the Gemara answers on behalf of Rav Amri. We answer, Nope. Hu adin afilu nami Even if I put out some uh, produce, and the animal ate it, uh, it would also be patr, Which is that's what Rav would say. What's in the chiddush of mentioning putting out the poison? Da filu Even if it's put out poison, which is usually not really edible, we'll assume nami de da Akhla Still, even though it's unusual for the animal to eat it, but if the animal did eat it and I put it out, <laughs> I would be liable up in heaven. Comma. Alternatively, another way to answer this, <laughs> you know what the type of Sam was? It wasn't like some disgusting, you know, no flavor, no smell sort of pills or, or powder. Nami, it was, actually, it looked quite uh, delicious, but Afrezasa <laughs> to Piri. Afrezasa is some sort of... Uh, herb, which, uh, you know, it's not unusual to be eaten by an animal. However, it's basically poison to the animal. Metsveh, another Tanaic source, another question on uh, Rav. This Taneic source goes for a line and a half, and I actually put an arrow in the margin pointing down over here. Shem on Daf Memches, the next Daf will uh, refer back to this point, uh, says this Tanaic source. Let's have a woman who goes into a grind. She doesn't have a, a millstone, uh, personal one, so she goes to grind chitim, eight cell balabais by some other person. She didn't get permission from that other person. And then that uh, is uh, animal eats the chitin, um, or some of the chitin, putter. Um, the balabais uh, would be putter from. Uh, th- having to, to uh, um, uh, compensate for the uh, uh, the chitin that his animal had eaten. But if there is damage, there would be a chiyuv. That's the end of the snake source. Asks the Gemara now, uh, really we're building this up as a question on Rav. Am I? Well, one second, why should that be? Neymar, shouldn't we say, Habele toichal? Uh, why don't we say that uh, they shouldn't have eaten them? Uh, if indeed what Rav said up above now about 10 lines ago is correct. So the Gemara answers on behalf of Rav. Amri, no. Um, we had this line of questioning already on our Mishnah. And what did we say our Pshat was? our Mishnah was? We, we established that in our Mishnah when it says Huzka was damaged, what it meant is that it slipped. Shehuchlaka uh, bohen. Okay, so when it says the last few words of the Bryce, we finished a line ago, it's not if it but rather if it slipped in it. Well, that's pretty obvious. If that's the way we explained our Mishnah, that similar way you can explain the b'risa, in which case the Gemara now is Ude Ka'ari la, That which it came up uh, to ask like, as a question, like how did, how's this even a question? Well, it's basically the same thing that we uh, had, the same lashon of our Mishnah. Why don't we just assume it's the same answer? Well, Amralach who tell you bishlem amas nisen. If you look precisely, the words that our Mishnah used, Ketani. Here's a three-word quote from our mission. I put it in right angles. It said, Imhuska b'ahen." If the animal is damaged through them, that's where we'll say that it equals where the animal uh, slipped in. What was our example? Uh, figs that were uh, that were spread out. Kama, aval over here. It's not exactly that term that was used. What does it say, Ketani? Two words in right angles. Im huzka. That's uh, close to the right angles. If it was damaged, the lo bahen, it didn't mention anything about damage through them with them. Hmm. In which case, that seems more to be like an indication of a uh, term which is the Achiluhu de kitani. That's not talking about slipping in them. That's actually talking about like eating them. That's why you might have thought this is different, but in the end, it's not. V'idach, what would Rav say? Amaralachi would say. No, Loshna, there's no distinction between Imhuzka Bohen or Imhuzka. Not a significant enough distinction that we should make an issue of it. Well, Tashma, come in here. This is a one and a half line today source. Again, it's going to be a difficulty for what Rav had said. Basically, Rav had said that there's a. a a reasonable claim to say, hey, listen, your animal shouldn't have eaten it. Uh, Says the snake source, if I brought my ox into my neighbor's property uh, and I didn't have permission, the achal chitin, the hitris and it eats um, wheat, and wheat is not um, uh, shore food. Shore food is barley. It eats the wheat, and it has like a horrible case of diarrhea, and I guess maybe from, Dehydration drops dead, so the hitrious and it, it diarrhea is umase and dies, potter. But if I had permission to have my animal there, chayef. That's the end of the snake source. And once again we ask, um, the amai? Question mark, comma. well, one second, why should that be? we Well just say, hey, listen, buddy, your animal shouldn't have eaten it, if indeed what Rav had said, now about fifteen lines ago is correct. Well, amarava so Rava answers, I guess, on behalf of Rav, Berishus, Ashaloi Berishus, Kat Ramis. One second. You're asking a contradiction between a case where he had permission versus a case where he didn't have permission? Berishus, I put that in right angles, that word. What does it mean, permission? That equals Shmirash Shairoi Kibel Alav, that the responsibility of watching the shore is what he accepted upon himself. That's what Rishos means, Vafilu, And that's a high level of responsibility because even like if the shore just, I don't know, literally strangles itself or does something like stops breathing, that also will be a level of responsibility that he had taken upon himself. Adka.